Hello, this is Dr. Daniel J. Guerra. This is our very first podcast called Authentic Biochemistry. What I'm going to be doing in this podcast is providing for my listeners an in-depth discussion of published scientific literature explained in such a way that a general audience will be able to understand and use the information, eventually maybe use it as knowledge itself, to interpret and to make um, decisions on what they want to understand about biological sciences. Now, my emphasis is biochemistry. That's why it's called authentic biochemistry, because that's what my degrees are in. And that's what my research efforts and my uh, 30 years as being a professor have been involved in, teaching biochemistry, specifically lipids, which, of course, you know is fatty acids and cholesterol, among many other types of lipids. So what I'm going to do is not make this a boring podcast where I'm just going to sit here and lecture to you, which, by the way, isn't boring anyways, because nothing in biochemistry is ever boring. But, um, but rather than that, what I'm going to do is go into the scientific literature and read papers and then discuss those papers with you over this podcast. Eventually, what I'd like to do is have guests come in and we'll discuss papers, guests who are scientists, guests that are medical doctors, maybe guests that are even attorneys, and certainly guests that are lay people of various walks of life. The goal is to bring actual published scientific research in the disciplines I'm talking about, medical biochemistry, physiological biochemistry, things such as pharmaceuticals and how they're used in disease, for example, interpretation of uh, the diagnoses of disease and the therapies thereof. That kind of scientific information is what I'm going to be dissecting, analyzing, and then distributing out on my podcast. So again, I've been doing this, I've been a professor for 30 years, and so now this is what I'm doing uh, post that university setting. I have a company called Verev Med, which I've posted uh, now probably close to 50 video lectures, and I'm going to give that all, all that information to you in the show notes eventually. So you've seen me on YouTube because I've given a lot of lectures. I'm now switching to podcasting so that I can do regular series on this, but I'm not going to abandon my video lectures or my regular client-based Med, the company that we use to help people with a problem they may have associated with either research or clinical, biochemical, biophysiological uh, analyses of what they're interested in in any of the medical uh, fields. So again, there's a broad sweeping thing that we do, but that's what I've been teaching for all these decades. So topics include general biochemistry, endocrinology, immunology, uh, epigenetics, molecular genetics, all forms of physiology, including plant, animal, uh, and, and emphasis, of course, on human and microbial physiology. I've taught all these things. And then, of course, an analysis of the science that's uh, out there currently. So stuff that's being published right now in 2019. I'm recording this uh, late February of 2019. 
Um, but also we'll go back and we'll look at what the archives show, because what's really important in science is to look at the evidence and then to verify that evidence based on the corpus of all the research that's been used to uh, prescribe uh, an explanation of what we know about some biological system. My emphasis is going to be human biochemistry. That's what's most interesting to us because we're human. But I will talk, as I said, about plant biochem and about microbial biochemistry because it's also relevant because, for example, plant biochemistry is relevant to human nutrition and microbial biochemistry is relevant to human disease. Uh, so you get the idea of where we're going with this. Uh, anyway, um, that's probably all I really want to say as an introduction. I have a doctorate degree and I have a master's degree all in uh, uh, biochemical sciences. And again, I've been doing this work, both scientific research at the bench, directing scientific research, both in industry and university setting and in government. And I've also been a, a regular university professor, as I said, for about 30 years. <clears throat> so um, what I'm going to do, though, is before I sign off, I'm going to give you a little sneak preview of the kinds of things I'm going to talk about so that we don't just have my... Uh, sort of banal introduction and then with no kind of content. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of discussion about something I very recently had been posting uh, on my Verev Medi YouTube channel. Uh, and so here is uh, that basic understanding. I'm going to cut it short because I'm only going to give you a brief introduction. Now this particular uh, introduction is going to be about Alzheimer's disease. So that's one of the diseases we will be discussing. Uh, we'll discuss whatever our clients want to, but Alzheimer's disease is usually something a lot of people want to learn about, uh, particularly people that are of their age, but even younger people, and certainly the medical profession, the legal profession, the research profession, likes to keep up to date on Alzheimer's disease research. And that's the kind of thing I do. <clears throat> so let's get started. Alzheimer's disease is synoptically a neuropsychiatric age-associated disease with an enigmatic idiopathic neurodegenerative etiology. Over the last three lectures that I've given on YouTube, and I'll give you those links uh, in a subsequent podcast, I've interrogated a series of axial pathways leading to a new series of experiments that arrived at bioenergetics as a core contributor to the pathology of Alzheimer's disease, which I'm going to start just calling AD by the initials. I discussed the basics energy metabolism in those pod in those uh, Verimed video lectures by tracing the oxidation of carbohydrate, amino acid, and fatty acid carbon to deliver adequate reducing power in the form of NADH and FADH2. That reducing power drives net ATP synthesis, primarily in the mitochondria. And because we're talking about Alzheimer's disease, we're, we're linking in and focusing in on. Those are the mitochondria found in the cells that are associated with the central nervous system. The acronym for that is CNS. 
what I was able to uncover by this initial introduction was that ATP, that's the energy currency of the cell, adenosine triphosphate, a ribonucleotide, a purine structure, uh, it's synthesized and then translocated out of the mitochondrion in specialized glial cells called astrocytes and in some instances oligodendrocytes, which eventually synthesize and secrete ketone bodies. Those would be acetoacetate and beta-hydroxybutyrate. For neuronal uptakes, you've got neurons in association with these glial cells in the CNS. Uh, so for neuronal uptake of those ketone bodies, the ones I just mentioned to you, <coughs> and ultimate utilization to drive the action potentials in neurons via the control of ionic and, of course, metabolomic neural transmission. So you understand that this is a biochemistry of uh, normal physiology, how you get energy to drive action potentials so that normal central nervous system function occurs, neural transmission, neural transmitters being secreted and sent across the synapse so that action potentials are fired in uh, downstream neurons so that you continue an action potential and you get neural transmission. That's what we're talking about. And I'm talking about the bioenergetics of that, where you get the energy to do, what is the central nervous system with the energy to do that? It comes from ATP synthesis. And I just explained to you that the glial cells, not the neurons, are the ones that are providing the energy to drive some of the carbon source that's used. Now, that's when you use ketone bodies. Ketone bodies aren't the regular thing that are used in the brain. The most common fuel in the brain is plain old glucose, which, of course, crosses the blood-brain barrier. So that gets into whole body nutrition and glucose homeostasis. That is how much glucose is in circulation in the blood, vis-a-vis -vis related to your diet, your exercise, uh, your uh, basal metabolic rate, your um, uh, overall BMI, your uh, age, and your sex. All of that relate to how much circulating glucose you would have on your body in any given time. So normally your brain uses glucose as a biofuel to drive neurotransmission. In Alzheimer's disease, it's recently been uncovered, and I will give you the citations of the papers I'm going to be reviewing, that there's a switch, a metabolic switch from glucose as the fuel for the energy to drive neurotransmission. And prodromally, at the beginning of Alzheimer's disease, it looks like there's a switch, a metabolic switch, where fatty acids are beta-oxidized, used to make ketone bodies in the process called ketogenesis, in associated adhering glial cells, which contribute that ketone body biofuel to the neuron, to the neurotransmission. And that is associated with prodromal early stages of Alzheimer's disease in humans. Okay, so that's just a brief introduction of the kind of things I'm going to talk about. Now, if you don't have any background in biochemistry, which I'm sure millions don't, uh, that's okay. Because what I want to do in my podcast is bring you up to the level where you have no problem um, using these terms, understanding how they function in science, 
at the level of a layperson or at the level of a physician or a research scientist. Um, because I'm going to try to make my um, conversation at a level where we're always um, uh, being authentic. We're using accurate terms. We're, we're staying away from hyperbole and hubris whenever we can. We're just reporting on science, we're reporting on science from a scientist. And we're not talking about it just as like, here's an update on what's going on in the world of the science, scientific mind or something. What I want to do is make this very practical and very pragmatic for people that want to know the, the real evidence that's out there that's being published by us scientists. And then how that's applied to current understanding of human health. And in the particular case we just started to discuss today, human health relative to a major neuropsychiatric degenerative disease known as Alzheimer's. So see, that's the kind of thing that we don't have to be talking about Alzheimer's all the time. Um, I, I Hardly ever. I mean, this is just one topic of many I cover. Because I, as I said, I'm a biochemist, so I, I do a wide ranging fields of many topics. But this is Alzheimer's disease, and it's a good thing, I think, to kick off this podcast because many, many millions of you are very interested in this disease, and you probably want to know in detail, but in a way that will be understandable to you, what we research scientists are saying about it and what is the potential to come up with new, for example, pharmaceutical therapies or, or nutritional therapies that may be uh, laser-sent to uh, prevent or obviate uh, Alzheimer's disease in those populations that are susceptible to it. So I'm going to stop there. Um, this is about uh, not quite a 14, maybe a 14 and a half minute podcast introduction. I'm going to get this posted. And then the next time we discuss, I'll give you more information about me and about what I want to do on this podcast. And then we'll continue because I always like to do some content on what I've been uncovering of Alzheimer's disease, again, in the primary scientific literature. And I will give you citations, that is references, or to some of you footnotes of where this information is coming from. So you can look it up yourself, and I will put those um, citations, references, footnotes, of course, in the um, uh, podcast notes when I start developing that as I go on. So hopefully this will be reaching a lot of you people, and hopefully this is going to be something that will be interesting so that I can get a following and continue doing this. I'd love to be able to have a regular podcast where people phone in and ask questions. And also, as I said, I'd like to interview many of my colleagues, uh, former students, for example, or colleagues that are in departments of medicine, uh, as well as uh, physicians and uh, lay people so that we have a full gamut of people that uh, come on the podcast and uh, bring their interests and their knowledge bases to this. I think it's going to be a really fascinating long run in podcasting. So this is me saying goodbye from the inland Pacific Northwest, from Authentic Biochemistry. This is Dr. Daniel J. Guerra saying bye for now. <laughs>